Hey everyone, this is Patrick Hatchatori with No Struggle, No Story. Here on No Struggle, No Story, we put a huge emphasis on talking with the most successful athletes in the world about the adversities and struggles they faced in their life and how they were able to overcome them and turn what many would look at as a negative experience into something positive. So I'm super excited today to bring on high school Under Armour All-American, uh, Big Ten Academic All-American, and the uh, starting quarterback for the University of Nebraska, Adrian Martinez. So thanks so much for coming on, dude. Yeah, happy to be here. Happy to be on. Awesome. So, so I know Adrian and I had spoke a little bit and, you know, Adrian's going to kind of go through, you know, some of the struggles he's had here at Nebraska, his first two seasons and kind of how he's been able to cope with some of the losses and stuff like that. So, I mean, all you, my man. Yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll start in high school and, and how things kind of changed for me drastically. I, I ended up tearing my, my right labrum um, my junior year which ended up forcing me to miss my senior year of football. And, and a lot of schools who were recruiting me dropped out of the picture. Um, there are only a few schools left that actually still believed in me. And, and Nebraska was one of those schools. And um, I was very thankful for that. Absolutely. Luckily, I was still able to, you know, go to the All-American game, like as you mentioned, um, play a little bit in there. But that was my first time playing in a football game in over a year. Wow. And then – I enrolled early at Nebraska um, with the starting quarterback position on my mind, you know, ready to work hard. And um, I ended up winning the job, which was awesome. Okay. My first game, I, uh, I get hurt again. And I, I, think I, I think I tear my ACL. I think I, you know, injure my knee pretty bad. And, and thankfully, it wasn't anything more than a sprain. Um, I ended up missing a game and, and bouncing right back. But but really through that, that whole adversity piece in the beginning, um, I didn't know if I was going to make it. I didn't know if I was going to be able to throw the ball the same because it was my throwing shoulder. Um, I didn't know if any teams were going to still believe in me. I didn't know what the future was going to hold. And I think it really gave me a new perspective on the game of football and made me appreciate playing the sport I love. And it, and, um, it made me focus on the present. You know, when, yeah. you, when it's, it's, and you know, I think it's similar to what's going on right now. When you have no idea what the future holds, you know, we don't know what our season's going to look like, when it's going to start. You're forced to focus on the present, be in the moment. Anything, really everything's made, up in the air. Yeah, it really made me a better person and a better player because I was just focused on what I was doing that day to become better. Absolutely. So, yeah, so you go through that in high school and, you know, for a young kid, I mean, that's really tough. You know, you're going through and, you know, you're one of the best players in the country and, you know, probably have all of this, all these looks and stuff. So it's almost like a little bit of like a confident, it like it can be a confidence yeah. killer. So how are you able to kind of maintain confidence and belief in yourself when kind of, I guess, the game you love was basically taken away from you at the time? Yeah, you know, that's a great question because it, it took me a while to get that confidence back. You know, it wasn't something that happened right away for me. It just happened through, you know, over time and having a great support system, really. I, I have some great friends. My family's great. And the coaches here truly believed in me. I had people that believed in me and they helped me believe in myself, I guess is a good way to put it. Um, and another piece of that puzzle is just knowing what I'm about, like who I am as a person, where I get my confidence from and 
and uh, staying true to that no matter what and, and having faith. I think a, a big piece of it for me is, is having, um, is kind of relying on my faith and, for sure. and my, yeah, my religion and just knowing, you know, there is a plan, there's a reason for everything that's going on and, and it will work out. Absolutely. And that's a really great point because I think a lot of people kind of build their identity off of their sport or what they do best. Right. You know, whether it be a businessman, he builds it off of, you know, like the business that he's grown and all this stuff. But then as soon as the economy crashes or something like that, it's, it's lost a little bit. So you feel like maybe like you learned that, I guess, you know, like your, what attributes that you, did you take from yourself that really like, as you go through this process of rehab, I'm sure. And all of these things where like the uncertainty, like you talked about your religion as well as like, what did you say? Like your work ethic and things like that were things yeah, that like went to. Exactly. Like who, who I am as, as a person. And, and you made a really good point. Um, I, I kind of fell into that trap as well. You know, I was, I really identified myself with football. You know, and when you do stuff like that, the ups and downs of the game, it could take you real high, but it could take you real low, too. And um, I think that was a valuable lesson that I learned um, is I needed to kind of step away a little bit, evaluate who I am, you know, and enjoy the game for what it is, a game, you know, and and have fun with that. But know that it's not it shouldn't affect my emotion. It shouldn't affect who I am and how I think of myself because it's. It's not that, you know, I'm, I'm greater than just football. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think one of my favorite quotes is you can fail at what you do, but you can never fail at who you are. And, you know, that's something that I really hold true, you know, to myself. And it's something that I think all athletes can really look at and kind of go to, you know, at the end of a bad day or anything like that. And so, yeah, so you go through all these injuries and stuff and then, you know, you get back and you, when did you, uh, when were you able to play again your freshman year? Uh, how I was able to, I was able to come back I was only out a couple weeks um, and I was able to come back and, and finish that season but the next year um, we had really high expectations um, personally there was a lot of expectations for myself uh, we were a ranked team yeah. and um, we started off pretty good um, and then I got hurt at the end of the Northwestern game and it was sort of a similar type of injury with my knee, the other knee. And um, I, uh, I happened to be out longer. It's a little worse this time. I'm out three weeks. Um, mm-hmm. During that span, we lose two games. You know, we're 500 team now. And, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's kind of hounding us. Everyone's yeah, – the absolutely. pressure's on, you know, the media, the fans, everything. Yeah. Um, and I'm able to come back and we lose an away game to Purdue. Yeah. The game we should have won. And I ended up hurting my left, my left shoulder. Yeah. Um, Another injury. And it, it was, it was a lot, you know, it was a lot at once. It was tough for all of us to deal with it. But again, you know, all the stuff that we've been saying during this interview, you know, is, is what I use to kind of get myself out of that hole, out of that trap of um, becoming too consumed with that result. You know, it's, for sure. you know, who am I as a person? What do I identify as? And I know, you know, no matter what, that it, it's going to come back up. You know, it's life, life has its ups and downs, the peaks and valleys. I know there's going to be a better day to come. And it was tough in that moment, losing that game and, and getting hurt again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I battled through it the rest of the year and, yeah. and we tried finishing the year strong. And I think we did. 
yeah, you guys had a great game against Iowa. Obviously, tough, tough one for you guys to lose. Mm-hmm. But I mean, looked like you guys, you know, started to really gain momentum, you know, towards the end of the season and stuff. And so, kind of talking about that pressure, right? And so, like everybody deals with it in you know some regard in their life, right? Like whether it be the expectations coming in, you know, the pressure, like especially at University of Nebraska with which for, you know, whoever doesn't know is obviously like perennial powerhouse for football and stuff. And you guys are basically trying to rebuild the program. Yeah. And so you guys have all these expectations coming in and, you know, you guys started off, did you guys start off one, uh, you know, like you won the first game and then had a tough one against, you were two and out. Colorado and we were three and one going into Ohio state. Yeah. Yeah. And so all these expectations. And so, you know, when you maybe didn't get the results you wanted to, what uh, you as a person, you know, obviously you were like, you wanted to win the Heisman, you were a Heisman hopeful and stuff. Uh, how did you deal with the pressure when maybe it wasn't going the same as much as you wanted or all these fans aren't really getting what they thought they were going to get? For instance? Yeah. You know, and it was tough. Uh, I won't lie and say it definitely got to me a yeah. bit during that stretch of the year um, when we lost to Ohio state and the, in a big way on a, a prime time game, you know, that was tough. You know, we were hoping for a better result and then we, we go on the next game and I get hurt and it was, it, it sucked, you know, it, yeah. it really did. And, and like you said, there's, there's high expectations here and I, I wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah. And, and pressure, pressure is going to be a part of anything you do in life, you know, Absolutely. And that's something you just have to deal with. There might be a little more pressure in this situation, but yeah. you know, I, I kind of, um, I kind of figured out that I just, I really love the game of football and it's not yeah. about, it's not about pleasing those people. It's, it's about the guys in the stadium, the guys who are going through it with you every day, sure. the coaches, the players, the equipment guys, the nutritionists, you know, there's so many people involved. And you figure out you're not doing it for – I mean, I love the fans, but you're not yeah. doing it for them. You're doing it for the people around you every day, Absolutely. the guys who are grinding, and, and they deserve it. So I think having that mentality kind of took, took off the pressure. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like you're trying to meet the expectation of all the people on the outside. You're just trying to play for the people next to you and, and don't let those guys down. 100%. I think that's a great point because, I mean, really pressure isn't – pressure isn't anything but just like this kind of, I guess, this picture that people want to paint, right? Rather than, you know, the real pressure comes from like you doing the best you possibly can and you and your teammates, you know, being the best teammate you can be, like bringing the positivity and the energy that is needed on a daily basis and stuff like that. So I think it's really cool to hear you talk about, you know, what many would consider obviously that one of the most high pressure situations you could think of, but at the end of the day, it's really about kind of being there for, you know, your support system. And so no how important was like your support system, your teammates, you know, your coaching staff, like when you guys are going through this, what were they kind of preaching to you that really helped you kind of get through these times? Um, you know, I think they were the, probably one of the biggest piece, if not the biggest piece of, of just dealing with everything and, mm-hmm. and trying to be successful and stuff like that. And they were just, you know, they were supportive of me. They displayed their confidence for me. And I think that's a big thing for me personally, you know, that they have confidence in me, that I can get the job done, that I can go out and do this and that. Um, and I can really fall back on them and, and talk to them about anything, which is just great. I'm super thankful to have coaches who are, who are like that, who are real personal 
everything's not business for them. Um, That's a big deal to me, but really just, just keep staying in the path, you know, keep working hard. Things will pay off. You know, if we keep on putting in the work, we keep on having faith in each other and the guys around us, this thing will turn around eventually. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's awesome. I think, you know, success has its own timing, I think for everyone, right? Everyone kind of takes a different path. So would you say, so I think there's a really cool story about, you know, Coach K, uh, like for Duke, obviously talked a little bit about, so he had, I don't know if you know, like Elton Brand and Shane Battier, right? Two of the best players to ever come through Duke. So they both came in like the same year and Elton Brand uh, wasn't ranked as highly as Shane. Like Shane was Gatorade player of the year, all that stuff coming in. But uh, Brand came in and ended up being the number one overall pick, like a one and done. Uh, but Battier stayed all four years and kind of ended up, uh, you know, doing really well and being like the number eight overall pick. But he kind of had his own path, right? Like each player, you know, like one had maybe more success coming in, but the other person just developed at a different rate. Would you say yeah. that's something you guys try and like hold true is like this team has, and you as a player, like have your own path, I would say. Yeah. You know, I, I can't personally say I've, I've looked at it that way. I wish I, I had known that story beforehand. I liked that a lot. Um, and I think you're right. You know, and a big operation like this turning around one of the top football programs in the country is, is tough, you know, and a really good conference in the big 10 and it's going to take some time. And I think we knew that. I wish it could have happened a lot faster, of course. And I think all the fans would have as well. But that's not really how it works, you know. And I think we're in a really good spot right now. And and everyone does have that different kind of development process. And when it comes to individuals, you know, I think it's super important not to get stuck in the comparison game. Yeah. For that reason, exactly. Because people develop at different rates and everyone kind of has their own I don't want to say I maybe standards, not the right word, but like their own just process of getting through it and becoming the player they want to be. And if you get stuck comparing yourself, you may never really feel that satisfaction of becoming better, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I think if you're comparing yourself to someone else and, you know, I think uh, you're going to kind of take one eye off like the process of it and you can only really get only improve at, you know, the same rate as the other person next to you because you're comparing yourself. So I think that becomes a really tough, really tough deal. And so, so yeah, so you've had this, you know, this awesome experience your first two years and obviously going into junior year now and stuff like that. What would you say are the biggest things you learned that are going to kind of make you better, like going into this junior season? Um, I would say a few things, really. Um, enjoying enjoying the process enjoying the game you know loving loving that piece of it um staying present i think those things are all connected for me um and that's this situation with coronavirus and kind of like some of my past experiences have helped me um where i'm just focusing on today what can i do to get better today what can i do to get my teammates better what can i do to get this program you know in a better spot and within that is enjoying the process of getting better and just having fun and, and being thankful because honestly, I'm in, I mean, I'm in such a great position here that sometimes people, I can get caught up um, in everything that's going on and, and just forget how thankful I should be and how blessed I am just to, to be here, to be the yeah. starting quarterback in Nebraska. It's, it's something so many people would, would love to have, you know, Absolutely. and just having that perspective on it 
I think, um, kind of makes a world difference. And obviously there's focusing on the details, there's football stuff, you know, schematics and just continuing to study and try and read coverages and all that. And I think that's a separate process on its own, but kind of the, the human brain and your approach to it all, I think is where I've grown the most yeah. in this off season. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I think this Corona thing has been so interesting for so many athletes because, you know, like we live in like a world where it's very much, you know, you have like social media and all these things that are very much like all the glamour and like that stuff right that. But really when you kind of get into this, like no one's having a great time with this, you know? So I think I've really like, I think something that a lot of people could learn from is you're talking about just getting better every day. Right. Like some people Mm -hmm. can't play their sport. Some people can't even leave their house at times. Yeah. So I think it's really a really great point that kind of just whatever you can do that day. Right. I mean, for me, like, being a tennis player, like we couldn't go out onto the courts. They were closed for like, you know, two months or whatever. And so, I mean, literally just in-home workouts was, you know, one of the only things I could do, oh, could do. Yeah. Building relationships with your teammates, like things like that. And, you know, I think, yeah, the other thing was uh, learning how grateful you are for everything we've got to, you know, like yeah. it's a game, yeah. like what you love to do. Right. And like, so do you feel like, you know, maybe you even have uh, even, you know, obviously you've got, you gained it from the injuries, but, through Corona, do you feel like you gained an even bigger respect for like just loving football and like being able to play? Yeah, no doubt. And then beyond that, just loving, you know, loving the life that we live, you know, (laughs) as you, as you were talking about, you know, we're so, we're so limited now. And I think we all take it for granted, you know, living in this country and the things we're able to do, you know? Um, But yeah, I, I think, despite all the terrible things at times that are going on right now in our society, I think it's going to make this world and us as people a better place, you know? For sure. I agree. I mean, change is tough and like, you know, like the tough times, but I think kind of, you know, the people that kind of go through the rougher side of the mountain, you got to do it to kind of get to the top or to the better side. So I think it's a really great point. And so, yeah, kind of going in like, so obviously for all the people that are listening and stuff, you know, they're, we're going to be super excited to listen. If you could give them like one piece of advice when they're going through whatever like struggle or adversity it may be, um, what piece of advice would you give them to kind of follow to really kind of get out of it and use it as a positive experience? Yeah. Um, I believe any experience, whether it's good or bad can be used, you know, for the betterment of yourself moving forward. And even in that moment, no matter how dark it may seem, no matter how tough it may be, how unfortunate, how much you didn't want it to happen, better days will come. You will recover. You will, you will be better in the future. You know, and it's, it's important not to lose that side of that and, and, and lose hope. You know, there's peaks and valleys and yeah, you'll, you'll come up. Yeah, mm-hmm. stay true to yourself and what you believe in. I think that's a big one. So yeah. that's awesome. But uh, all right, man, thank you so much for coming on. It was awesome to talk to you. And uh, yeah, you know, it's great to see you around campus and stuff like that. So uh, good luck with workouts and stuff coming up. I know you guys are getting back. Uh, thank you. Day, so um, appreciate it. Yeah, pumped for you guys. And uh, yeah, dude, thank you again. It was awesome to have you. Yeah, of course. Thank you. All right. You're the man. Talk soon, bro. See you.